Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. How to make 20x gains in crypto. Yep, you heard right, 20x gains even in a bear market. In today's call, I'm gonna show you a tool and a three-step strategy to identify 20x altcoins, projects, initiatives in the crypto markets. A lot of people like to complicate the strategies that are required to make big gains in the cryptocurrency markets, or they suggest that it's about having insider information. Perhaps all these things help, but really this three-step strategy is something that everyone can start doing today, and it's gonna help you on your way to crypto financial freedom. Probably the people who are most successful in the cryptocurrency markets want you thinking that there is some sort of secret or holy grail, but in fact, this approach will do you just fine. So make sure to stick around until the end of this call, a three-step strategy to identifying 20x cryptos. Before we get to that point in the call, we are going to discuss a few things. We're going to look at the BTC, ETH, and altcoin market charts, and we're going to look at the top headlines in the crypto news today to identify risks and opportunities. So we can see on the daily that BTC is performing pretty well, currently holding its ground just about above the 20k level. Zooming out to the five day, we see that actually BTC has been on a bit of a steady ascent or price rise the last few days, and that the 24 hour has been a little bit of a standstill around about 20k. As we discussed in great depth in yesterday's call, the job openings plunged by more than 1.1 million in August. Job openings in August totals 10.05 million, a 10% drop from the 11.17 million reported in July, and more than a million less than expected. The jobs openings and labor turnover numbers, commonly referred to as JOLTS, are watched closely by the Federal Reserve, which is trying to reverse runaway inflation that has been pushed by the tight labor markets. So what I'm trying to say here is that the jobs report coming in lower was good news for the markets, and that might have contributed to some of BTC's rally that we are experiencing these last few days. And why is it that we saw a bit of a standstill over the 24 hour today on Thursday? Probably because Friday tomorrow is a very big day for data. It is of course the non-farm payrolls reports coming out tomorrow. Non-farm payrolls will be coming out at 12.30 p.m. GMT tomorrow. Take a second to understand what that means for you in your time zone because we usually see a little bit of volatility or funky price action when we get these results. Now, the expectation is that the report is going to come in at 250,000 compared to 315,000 last time. This, of course, shows that the labor market is cooling down, which would be good news for the markets. If the number comes in higher than 250, we might see a bit of a sell-off in cryptocurrency. If it comes in much lower, we might see a bit of a rally. So uh, 12.30 p.m. GMT, be on your marks. Similar story taking a look at Ethereum currently trading above the 1.3k level and a more or less sort of flat on the last 24 hours. But on the five day, we see a gradual ascent there. BTC is very much the market leader. A lot of the time we see BTC pave the way for other cryptos, particularly during a bear market. During a bear market, BTC has a lot more influence and sway on what happens on Ethereum and other altcoins. It's more in a bull market that we might see 
certain altcoins or projects sort of run wild on their own. Then we can use CoinMarketCap to filter for the top performers in the 24 hour on the altcoin markets, but with the filter of the top 50 by market capitalization. I don't believe in shitting or talking about low cap coins, especially not when market conditions are volatile like this. So my analysis for you guys will be looking always at the top 50 uh, cryptos by market cap during this part of the call. Now in the top 50 cryptos by market cap, we see that Uniswap is taking the lead at 4% uh, on the 24 hour and XRP at about 3% on the 24 hour. Probably what's going on with XRP is to do with uh, what's happening with the SEC court case and the discussions and rumors that that long, long legal procedure is finally going to come to a conclusion. As we know, there was a lot of dispute about XRP engaging in securities behavior and of course the SEC thinking that if they're engaging in securities behavior, they should be doing so under their jurisdiction, which they were not, etc. It looks like that might finally come to a conclusion and that is creating a bit of upside momentum for XRP. So what about Uniswap? Well, I've got a theory for that one as well. And the theory goes like this, money, money, money. Uniswap Labs eyes over $100 million in new funding. We've recently had the news that Uniswap Labs is in early stages of putting together a new round, according to four sources familiar with the matter, as the parent firm of the world's largest decentralized exchange gears up to broaden its offerings. The startup is engaging with a number of investors, including Polychain and one of Singapore's sovereign funds, to raise an equity round of $100 million to $200 million at a valuation of $1 billion, two of the sources said, who, like others, requested anonymity sharing private information. With more money comes more opportunity, of course. Probably the idea here is that when Uniswap gets all this funding, they're gonna be able to build and expand on what Uniswap has to offer for the crypto community and people are purchasing Uniswap maybe now in anticipation of that funding coming through, those developments coming through, and then the price of the token increasing and then they of course capitalize off of that buy low, sell high, very simple idea. Right, let us move on then to the top headlines in the news now that we've done the charts. And remember, once we've gotten up to speed with the top headlines, I'm going to tell you all about that three-step strategy for 20x gains in crypto. For many people not in the crypto scene, the value of NFTs is more perplexing than a $9 cup of coffee from Starbucks. Regardless of any opinion held, the data reveals that NFT volume is picking up. NFT monthly sales top 947 million and Solana gains ground on Ethereum. Some critics point to $5.36 billion market from January as proof that a bubble popped. While this may be true, we can't dismiss NFTs as a whole. While certain collections were priced out, the demand for NFTs is recently only increasing. The NFT market has historically been dominated by OpenSea and Ethereum, but that is quickly changing. With the recent success of projects such as Utes and ABC, there was $133 million worth of Solana NFT sales last month. That nearly doubled the $68.5 million figure from August. OpenSea saw $350 million worth of trading in November. Rival X2Y2 saw $297 million in organic volume, while Magic Eden, a Solana NFT marketplace, reports $127 million. These numbers had a larger disparity not long ago, suggesting that Solana NFTs and Solana NFT marketplaces are creeping up. To better understand NFTs, you must look at these numbers. While the market seems to have been stagnant for the better part of the last couple of months, we should see that the NFT volume is anything but stagnant. So what can we take away from this? Perhaps that even if the overall NFT marketplace is not completely booming and thriving, opportunity does exist for those who know where to look. Next up, the tweet is on. 
Between the Twitter purchase and Tesla's very brief foray into accepting Bitcoin as payment, Musk's waffling skills are rivaling that of the Belgium street vendors everywhere. It should almost be expected that in a not-so-surprising twist, Elon Musk might be moving forward with his purchase of social media giant Twitter. The Tesla and SpaceX CEO renewed his intention to purchase Twitter at the $44 billion price tag, judging from a letter sent from Musk's attorneys to Twitter. Twitter Investor Relations took to its Namestack platform on Tuesday to report that it had received the letter stating the intention of the company is to close the transaction at $54.20 per share. The Elon effect was in full swing as Twitter's shares rose roughly 13% in response to the news. Trading of the stock was halted that same morning, then resumed trading towards the end of the day at a 22% increase, bringing the value of each share to 52.05. Just like that co-worker who loves to celebrate National Cupcake Pencil Be Nice Day, Dogecoin, Musk crypto of choice, lately at least, took the chance to celebrate by jumping 7.5% on the news. Elon Musk originally announced his intention to purchase Twitter on April 14th, but retracted it about a month and a half later, citing too much spam and too many active bots on the social media platform as his reasoning. But clearly he has had a change of heart, voluntary or not. Elon Musk is a crypto advocate, he is a Dogecoin advocate, and he is also a social media advocate. It follows therefore that him purchasing Twitter only stands to benefit those areas just mentioned. In particular, for those who are active on Twitter, we would all surely be happy to see a lot less spam bots on the platform and a bit more innovation. Just two more headlines until we get onto that three-step strategy. Taking a pounding. The UK economy is not doing a sterling job. On the back of a pandemic and an energy crisis, the new government thought they had the answers, but in a pound-for-pound battle with the US dollar, they are down bad, and some folks are turning to Bitcoin. As we know, the pound and euro have recently hit all-time lows against the US dollar, which only seems to increase in strength. Although the dollar is doing well against a basket of other countries, the pound took a tumble after Kwasi Kwarteng unveiled historic tax cuts. Dubbed the Kamikwazi budget by some, oh, hilarious. The new Chancellor of the Exchequer has since taken a U-turn on some of the measures. However, in the intervening period, British takers took decisive action by buying Bitcoin. Trading volume of the BTC GBP pair soared to an all-time high in the last week of September. Most of this is thought to be caused by market makers reducing their exposure, but also opportunistic investors looking for a good deal. Interestingly, this led to an arbitrage opportunity on Bitfinex. Most of the volume growth was seen there due to a prolonged structural mispricing compared to the dollar pair. A similar period of volatility and an all-time high against the dollar was seen with the ruble when the Russian invasion started. The question remains as to whether the pound will be able to bounce back as fast. When governments and currencies fail people, we often see them turn towards crypto and Bitcoin. This has happened in the past, as mentioned with the ruble, but we also saw it happen in previously with other currencies like the Turkish lira. It is more rare to see it with such developed currencies, of course, as the pound. So this will be a very interesting story to watch. And it brings us in the crypto community, of course, a lot of comfort to know that those who are disappointed with their government's decisions, with their own currency standing, have an alternative or another option to turn to. This was not always the case. Some people would have been completely helpless in scenarios like this.
And finally, 9 Billy gone. Stablecoins are essential to the crypto ecosystem. The total stablecoin market cap currently sits at around about $150 billion, with USDT holding about 46% dominance and USDC coming in close with 31% dominance. According to DeFi Llama, the total supply of USDC has fallen from $55 billion to about $46 billion in the last 90 days. This means that Circle, the issuer of USDC, has destroyed around $9 billion worth of USDC, the highest volume burnt by Circle in any 90-day period. Circle burns USDC when a user redeems the coin for an underlying fiat currency. Circle achieves this by sending redeemed tokens to a burn address which permanently deletes those coins from the blockchain. Whilst the supply of USDC has dropped, the supply of Tether has increased by more than $2 billion within the same 90-day period. Data from loan scans suggests that the increase in USDC burn has coincided with a market-wide decline in yield offered by major DeFi platforms to stablecoin lenders. Circle has also announced plans to further the support for USDC to strengthen a multi-chain ecosystem. If you've made it this far in the call, congratulations, because we are about to go into that three-step strategy for 20x gains. Traders and investors are constantly searching for early opportunities to get ahead of the market. With on-chain data, it can be easy to find. I'll now talk you through the three-step strategy. Step one is using Nansen to identify a hot ecosystem. How do you identify a hot ecosystem? Well, the number of daily transactions on a chain acts as a proxy for adoption and can reveal any hot ecosystems. For the purpose of an example for the three-step strategy, we're going to use Arbitrum. Let's consider this data for Arbitrum, a layer two scaling solution for Ethereum. So you can use Nansen, just filter for number of daily transactions, Arbitrum. So what does step one reveal? Well, it reveals that whilst volatile, the number of daily transactions on Arbitrum has been on an uptrend since late 2021. Since July 2022, this uptrend has been especially pronounced. In late September, we almost hit all-time highs in terms of numbers of transactions. So step one, identify a hot ecosystem. Step two, once you have identified that an ecosystem is heating up, find hot projects within that ecosystem. In other words, we can dive deeper, assessing which protocols are being used the most right now. To achieve this for this example, we can simply sort Arbitrum transactions by entity and then sort by the last seven days. Taking a quick look at that without having the insight I'm about to give you, you might think this isn't helpful. The top entity is unknown. Actually, the fact the highest category of transactions is unknown is pretty interesting. This is useful information as it highlights there may be opportunity for alpha that can be found before the rest of the market. Number two is ODOS. ODOS is a DEX aggregator. This can generate the most cost-efficient way of making an exchange on the associated chain. GMX is a decentralized derivatives exchange that allows users to trade both spot and perpetuals on Arbitrum, and that is number three. Number five we can see is Uniswap, the largest and most established DEX across any chain. If you want to try Arbitrum but don't want to stray too far out of your comfort zone, this is a great place to start. And you'll remember at the beginning of this call that Uniswap is getting funding. Now that kind of confluence there, seeing that it is a hot project on Nansen and then seeing fundamental news that it's getting funding, those are the kind of examples of gathering loads of different bits of data points to suggest that a crypto is worth looking into. So step number three is how can I take advantage of this data? That involves taking the time to step back and really think how can I use this information today to make a profit for myself because you have to identify it, you have to dive deeper, then you have to actually take some tangible action steps. So the first thing you could maybe do after finding out all this information, after doing the first two steps, is testing the Arbitrum network. 
This is the best way to truly understand why adoption is on the rise, and it's simply to use Arbitrum itself. Use protocols you are the most familiar with, such as Uniswap, to get a better understanding. Why take someone else's word for it? If something's heating up and people think it looks like it's going to be good, go and test it out for yourself. See if you agree. Next, research the most used protocols. Whilst the underlying technology of a chain attracts developers to build protocols, it is those protocols that attract users. Given adoption is on the rise, research the top protocols we discussed to see if these present any opportunities for profit. And number three, dive into the unknown. Now that you are familiar with the chain and its offering, look into the early stage projects that are gaining momentum. So if you're wondering where the profit at, this three-step strategy using Nansen can help you identify projects and cryptos that are going on to have explosive gains. Could be 5x, could be 10x, could be 20x, could be more. Annyeong, that is goodbye in Korean. 